What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest coming out from San Jose, Mr. Kevin Breeze. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on, man. I definitely appreciate your time and um, just your openness to, to come on and, you know, open yourself up to the world and be on the show. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem. All right. So um, for those out there who may not be familiar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions just to set the tone. And then I have a little icebreaker for the guest. Um, and then we go into the main meat of the questions and then we finish it off with a concluding question. Sound good, Kevin? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. All right. So my first question for you is, how have you been? And how you doing, man? I don't think I've seen you in a while. Um, <laughs> you doing well or, you know, you going through it? How you been? Um, I feel like every hour, honestly, is like a different thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I got you. I mean, this specific week has been honestly like crazy. So it's like <laughs> you're probably going to get a lot of like very interesting answers. Um, no worries. <laughs> I, I like that. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been okay. I've been handling. I think it's like it's that like normal sense of anxiety that kind of like hits you every so often. But like, I think I'm handling pretty well i switched to my meal prep service so that's cool that's exciting <laughs> uh, what would you change to like what, what, what was it and uh what you change to oh i did um oh my god i forgot what i think i did fit body <laughs> rolls um they're based in like i think blossom hill which is like south san jose okay. and the thing is like they didn't really like keep track of any of the nutrition like the nutritional mm, i see pack. i see yeah and yeah. i was like well, I <laughs> like i don't know how to like model the rest of my diet so i'm like okay so i just switched to something that actually like showed the, the label and stuff so gotcha gotcha for sure um how have you been meal prepping for a while um so i i don't cook uh -huh. and i kind of don't have time to cook um yeah. well that's kind of why i feel like i don't have the energy to learn to cook <laughs> right now so um yeah like i i've been doing it for the past year though like i I really wanted, I think when COVID hit, I was like, okay, what, can, what do I have control over my health? <laughs> so I, that's kind of yeah. like decided to switch over. For sure. How, how do you think, um, doing the meals have, have changed your diet in a way, in a way? Um, so I know that it's very cliche for people to say like diet versus like, it's a lifestyle and it really is a lifestyle. Um, so I feel like it kind of goes it's just something that like I think about every single time that I'm eating and mm. stuff. How many calories is this? And it's not like I don't like be like, oh, I can't eat the brownie and stuff. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. it's just like um, being able to like portion it out. You know, like if I eat a brownie, then just don't eat a lot later on or something like balance it out. I see. I see. I got you. Um, my second question for you is what would you like the audience to know about you? Hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm a very introverted person. Um, overall, like I, I, I enjoy conversation, like one-on-one -on -one conversation and stuff, but I think, um, the one thing I, I kind of want people to know is that I think I'm just like a very multi-layered thinker, <laughs> I guess a little bit. I have a lot of different like modes that I get into, um, whether that's like getting into my like nerdy mode or getting into my like business mode or getting into my like party mode. <laughs> like I have so many different like switches and I don't like 
um I don't like being categorized under just one of those and it's like it's all me and I think it's just getting to know all sides of me is when you are able to get to know the true me that's what's up that's what's up um I I think I definitely relate to that um you know I guess we have like you were talking about we have our different zones and Mm -hmm. it um it all depends sometimes time and place um or what what the situation calls for uh but yeah yeah (laughs) I definitely feel you on that um, my third question this is a new one and I feel like I've only done it for uh, past couple episodes not everyone's got to answer it but for you how would you like to be honored you know if there was ever a case where like yo I want to honor Kevin today how how would oh. you like to be honored yeah damn <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> okay I, <laughs> this is kind of hilarious because I like thought about this in a very morbid way in the past where mm-hmm. I was like I created this like um con- like this dance concept video um where at the end it's like everyone looks up and then it fades to white and stuff. <laughs> I got I was, like you. if ever like like knock on wood like pass away for non-natural reasons like yeah, yeah. I want to play this video. <laughs> um but the way um if I um had to be honored or is that the word? Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honors the word. Okay. Um, yeah, like I think in a f- like in a more like physical form, like I would love to have like a dance and stuff like that. I um, that is mine and that I can call my own because I think having been a part of that community for ten years, it just seems right um, that there is some kind of like. Um, some kind of stamp that I've left on the community and it continues to thrive and grow beyond when I'm involved in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, that something dance related, like, I think that's like something that I create and knowing that, that it will live on and stuff. Um, that's how I would love to be honored. Um, I think it's kind of like when you have a kid, you know, (laughs) it's like you, you, you want that kid to like, kind of continue almost like as an extension of yourself continue your life and your legacy and stuff and so um if i don't get kids eventually like i'd want it to be something else that i've created gotcha i gotcha um hi there was a question that popped up in my head but it's a fleeting thought now uh hopefully it comes back later um my fourth question for you is what would you like your descendants to know about you um maybe you've already mentioned it from from the uh, previous question but yeah it, the way i think about it is you know there's a there was a time in my life and probably still in, in that time where i'm trying to figure out who i am and i would think about i wonder what my ancestors were like um and if i were anything like them so in that sense if you had a descendant that was trying to figure out who they were what would you like them to know about you ah i think probably the the main thing i would want that person to know is like that the path that my life has taken was the opposite of just a straight line (laughs) like it really really like i circled back to do i want to do this start this over and keep going and there's a lot of people that for lack of a better way to use it like have gotten a lot further um in their lives by the time they've hit my age and stuff but i'm like i don't like to think of it as that it's like i've had the same amount of experience just in a different way and i want them to like kind of like know that and like be inspired by that that like you don't have to have everything 
understood and like planned out and stuff you're able to actually like just kind of adapt to the current situation and as long as you're moving and it, sometimes it's not forward it's like as long as you're moving in any direction that you're making progress right and of course you have to kind of handle that with care like think about it make the smart decisions um but at the end of the day sometimes the best way forward is to take a step back like i think that's kind of like my main thing i would love for them to kind of like know about me is just how my life panned out a little bit um so that they can kind of take solace in that and know that um it does get better eventually for sure for sure i think that was some great wisdom um that not only descendants but i think everybody needs to hear sometimes you know mm-hmm. uh, but for sure thank you for sharing uh, my fifth question for you is how well do you know yourself and if it's hard to put into words you could do a scale from one to ten um i think i know myself better than i think i know myself and let me try to let me like explain that i think there's a lot of moments where i get to be in denial of like thinking i am this type of person and stuff right and eventually realizing sometimes it's like saying i'm only saying that because i know that that's what the world wants you know but like it's like i actually know in my heart that i am this type of person you know like i am this side and that can honestly take that takes a lot of forms and stuff but i think i know myself pretty well to know like what like i truly feel and it's sometimes it's hard for me to actually like express that but i think i know like just like in my thoughts and stuff like who i am how i feel what i like what i don't like and stuff um i feel like i know myself pretty well if i had to put a number i i mean i would still say eight because i feel like you can always learn more but yeah. but yeah i'd say eight for sure for sure i mean i thought that was a great explanation about it um one of my one question that popped up in my head is mm-hmm. what is a hard line for you as far as um something you just don't like and it doesn't have to be anything crazy it could just be something simple but uh yeah what is something that you're just like that uh that's not for me i am don't want to be a part of it i am you know walking away what's that hard line for you (laughs) um interesting (laughs) um I mean, one thing I kind of don't want to get uber involved in personally is politics. Like, mm, okay, okay, for me, um, given that like I have a very interesting general stance on a lot of things that are going on, just because I think I was raised my like both of my parents are very Republican and stuff, and I was raised obviously in California, and like it's the new generation and stuff of like I don't want to call myself a Democrat because I don't like those labels and stuff. But, um, like, yeah, just kind of being able to see like all sides of the conversation. Since like it, to me, it's just like, I like to just observe it (laughs) and just kind of hands out. Um, but I don't want to like ever like dive into that. Okay. Uh, on a positive, more more lighter note, what is uh, something that you enjoy and that you could just see yourself enjoying, you know, for the rest of your life as far as like one of those positive hard lines, you know, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think dance will forever give me joy um and music I guess as like an extension um but I think it's mostly in the art of dance I think I just like to move I like to actually like 
feel the beat and hear the music and be able to portray that on your body either through your own choreography or through someone else's like vision so it's like i i always thought in my head like obviously that's a more physical activity so it would always like eventually there's going to hit a point where i'm quote unquote too old to mm. do it but i've seen so many examples of older dancers so i'm like there's there's no excuses at that point i think i just as long as i'm taking care of my body i can do it for as long as i can for sure for sure uh what i would say what was the first dance you or like memory of dance you've ever had you know was it something where like maybe there's home videos of you dancing to something that you know uh, you, you could still remember like oh yeah that was that was a jam that that got my body moving for the first time you know the the song if you know if you remember or you uh, know <laughs> i mean it's hard to say like for the first time because i feel like like a lot of my older cousins and stuff they would do like um um like dances for like family parties and stuff so we were kind of forced to learn it (laughs) you know um but i would say like i don't know the exact song but i do remember the time and it was like i was in middle school and i would they would my older sister and all of her friends would practice like like for battle of the class type stuff at our house so i was just in the garage watching them and i was like why or do I find this so fascinating just to watch people move, you know? And then, and then it kind of clicked once I hit high school, I was like, Oh, cause I want to do it. You know, <laughs> I want to like go and dance. So I don't know the exact song. Um, but yeah, it was around that time. I think, um, yeah, I'm trying. It's all good. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you don't remember songs, the lyrics of the song, but it's like, I don't want to say them because <laughs> 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 I know what song it is, but anyway, okay. I don't know the title of the song though yeah no no worries no worries <laughs> uh, but thank you for that story no doubt all right um we are reaching the icebreaker portion uh, it is a spelling bee um you get one word uh in two chances if oh, you okay. <laughs> if you get it right um you'll be invited back on for the, the spelling bee episode of 34 questions down the road whenever that oh, comes man. up and um yeah would you like to participate sure uh, <laughs> and if you have heard this question before because you've seen a previous episode let me know and i could give, give you a different word uh, <laughs> but the word is liaison okay Ooh. i can see it in my head okay 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 yeah i have two chances so i have like okay i'll try this first one um l i a-S-O-N. You got one more chance. You got one more chance. Um, and the hint is, it's a letter that's right in the middle of the... Most people can like guess what you just guessed. And there's this one letter in the middle of those six letters that everyone seems to miss. Um, but yeah, oh. go for it. Okay. Let me, I, let me see again. L-I-A i-s-o-n oh you got it right <laughs> yeah yeah no, no spell like, check like, there's an i in there somewhere no uh, yeah thanks <laughs> for the hint though <laughs> no problem no problem you earned it you earned it um but yeah that's uh congratulations uh you have reached the next level of the spelling bee episode of 34 questions and uh i'll let you know down in the future uh i think yeah. i've only got 
maybe two or three people who's got gotten the the word right. And, oh uh, dang! Yeah, yeah. So very exclusive club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for playing. All right, so we're gonna be jumping into the main meat of the interview, where you choose a number between one and thirty-four, and I'll give you the question. Remember, if there's anything that's you know too deep or something you don't want to address, just feel free to say skip or next, and we'll keep moving. Okay. All right. Um, should I keep track of like the numbers? Um, <laughs> it's all good because even even if you chose the number, I'm keeping track of it, and then we could oh, just okay. like yeah yeah I'll let you know. Gotcha. Um, okay. So let's start with number 12. Number 12. If you could take one mistake back, which one would it be? Damn. I know. You, you, you jumped right into it. I know. Because like, tell me, like, I was kind of like theorizing in my head, like which questions I would land on. <laughs> and I was like, dang, I feel like I knew I would hit this one. Um, so I like thought of a like hypothetical answer. But let me think about this. For sure. Um, for sure. I think the biggest mistake that I would take back is okay. I mean, okay, this is kind of a boring answer, but like, it's kind of true. I would, I would have majored in entrepreneurship versus business administration, just because I always knew that that's what I like wanted to do, and I was like, why didn't I just do it? <laughs> so I took one entrepreneur class versus like, you know, specializing in it. And I feel like I would have known a lot more about like business ownership if I actually like studied it. Interesting. You know? So you, I mean, for me, entrepreneurship and business admin kind of seem like they go hand in hand, right? Like I thought it could be under the same thing. Like, but, uh, what, what, what were the differences do you see like between um, those two? Honestly, cause I think business administration, it's just, you get one or two courses of everything. So it's like, um, like, I guess like an easy way to put it is, um, let's, let's say accounting, for example, you could major in accounting. And then at the end of it, you're, I don't want to say you're an accountant, but you know, like you're <laughs> ready to accountant, but like, I, I, but in business administration, I took two accounting classes, you know? So like, I can't, I know the very, very surface level stuff. So like, I think, if there's anything that would act, that was actually interesting to me in college, like um, it would be the entrepreneurship class because it's stuff that I knew that I was going to like like use. Like I already kind of knew that that's the, where I wanted to go with my life. So it's like, wh why didn't I do it? Like I don't know. Like mm. I think easy. I think it was like the fear of like, well, business administration is more general, so it's like more flexible and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. W would you say you were ready for college? Uh, I only ask because I know I wasn't. I felt oh. like I thought I knew what I wanted to do, or people were telling me this is the right next step. And I mean, looking back for me, I probably would have. I, I mean, it's hard to say because I don't know if I'd have the discipline to like not have that support of like applying and everything and still do it. Um, but yeah, for me, it just felt like I, I did it because. It felt like the next logical step, everybody was telling me, you need to go do this. And um, yeah, after it was all said and done, I was like, damn, I can see the value in like, you know, not going right away. Um, but yeah, would you say you were ready for college? Um, 
<laughs> I mean, kind of similar to you, honestly. Like, pro- I don't like. I don't think ready is the word because I think I was like mentally ready to just go and do college. <laughs> if that makes sense, like do college, but like I wasn't mentally ready to like to pursue or learn something. I feel like I wish that I had taken maybe a couple of years to like just take a sit, take a step back, and just like really, really know what I want to to learn about because i think if if you're not like enjoying what you're learning then you're not in the right profession and i think there's a lot of people that kind of fall go into that pitfall of like well i'm taking a bunch of classes and i'm spending x amount of dollars per semester or quarter and then you change majors because you realize you hate it (laughs) like it's like well you could have saved x amount of dollars if you just had the freedom to not go to college right away like but i think it's kind of like a i don't know if this is an asian thing or like a, just my parent thing, you know, like, it's just like, that's the expectation. So you just kind of have to do it. Um, and that's how I felt. Like I was like, it was like a checklist. It was like college was like a, like another homework assignment of my life. If that makes sense. Like I just Damn, needed to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the homework assignment of life. I Yeah. It's like a, a milestone, right? Like a, yeah. something you need to accomplish. And I mean, you were saying if it's like an Asian thing or, uh, you mm-hmm. know, your parents thing, I think it's like an immigrant thing too, you know, oh. like the, a lot of people move out here for better futures for the kids and going to college and graduating is like a big mark for them. You know, it's like we did it kind of feeling for our folks too, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely felt that too. Cause I think I like, I've never seen my parents like more proud of me than the day that I graduated college. And I think it was like it that you're right in that it is a lot for like it's like a it is a milestone for like everything that they've gone through to get to this point. So, yeah, I never like thought about that, to be honest. But it's like now that you say it, it like makes total sense because I've felt that, you know. No, no, I feel you, man. Um, and sometimes it's 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 hard to tell with your parents when they're proud of you. <laughs> um, oh yeah. <laughs> so when yes. when you get those rare moments where it's just clear and you know you're feeling that love and energy, it's like, okay, you, you know, you you worked hard for it too. So it was it's like a it's like a you're you you're all finally on the same page after so many years of being off. <laughs> I'll be on different pages. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead and throw me another number. All right. Um, let's do 15. Um, what change would you like to see in the world? Ah, uh, I mean, this is like, a, I mean, I guess this is a very timely thing right now with everything going on with the AAPI community. Um, but I just want like, how do I describe it? I just want people to just like love each other, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's like not, if you just educate yourself about like other human beings or just be empathetic of other human beings, it's like the it answers itself of why like biases and racism and like all these things that are going through certain people's heads, like why it's a wrong thing and why it's something that you need to kind of like think about, you know, I think it's, it's, it's realizing that like everyone is like everyone is human it's like you're a human being and that is a person that feels and thinks and loves and stuff and it's just like i think more empathy in the world would definitely do so much so much to 
to help it and improve it. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, it's kind of like Ryan the Last Dragon. I don't know if you. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Well, there's a message of like trust and stuff, or like taking taking the first step or something like that, and like that's kind of like something that really like spoke to me. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 taking that extra initiative to be a little bit more empathetic and just educating yourself you know what do you uh so you think education is the biggest barrier to that as far as like building empathy um i don't know i actually don't know if they're like connected in that way to be honest. um i don't know i haven't like thought about it that far for sure um, for sure like, i mean but, you take your time hmm I don't, I, I mean, I don't want to say it's the biggest barrier. It can't, it, but it can be, you know, like, um, like, I mean, just even, I'm kind of almost speaking from my own experience too. again, just kind of, um, in my upbringing, right? Like I was brought up to think very Republican, I guess I, I'm getting, I'm just bringing this specific point up, um, to my understanding and learning of the LGBT community, right? Okay. Where yeah. I was like something as simple as like it's wrong like and i was just taught that it was wrong but it once i like realized that it wasn't like like and then i was starting to be able to like understand that and then accept it for myself so it's kind of like um i'm just kind of pulling from my experiences a little bit with that statement of like you know creating empathy i think something even like i realized for for example, like growing up, I was like not a believer of the bisexual community for some, whatever reason. But like, obviously, like I educated myself and understood that it's a valid way of living and valid um, sexual preference and stuff. And so it's like, it really, for me, it was like, in order to be more empathetic and understand others and like to not treat others in a certain kind of way, like learning more about them allowed me to do that. You know, and it might have been easier because obviously, like, I'm a member of the community, but it's like, like, I, I, that's kind of where that thought process comes from. No, for sure. And honestly, I didn't know there was a, there was people who didn't, who didn't feel that way or like didn't think bisexuality was a, was a thing. That, that, that was new to me. <laughs> but where? Oh, yeah. Where? Yeah, yeah. I think there's like a lot of people. I don't say a lot of people. Um, I think times have changed. But when I was first learning about it, there's a lot of things like people saying there's no such thing because it's like either you're like a, like a, what's the word? It's just like, I don't know. People said some really bad things about it. Like, it's just an excuse to wow, blah, blah, blah. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. like a lot, you know, and I think it's, um, it's just something that I, yeah, like I didn't think all those thoughts in the past, like that's not what I thought. Like, I think it was just more like. I was a believer of like, oh, like it was black and white, like yeah. you're, you're gay. Like there was, and then it took me understanding and learning a little bit more to hit that middle, you know, and everything else around it in the spectrum. So I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that that was just a trip. That was new to me as well. <laughs> uh, but for sure. Oh, how'd you like Ride the Last Last Dragon? I haven't seen it, but what, what's your uh, take on it? What's my take on it? Um, well, it's, it's interesting because I have like, I feel like I'm a little biased because obviously it's like, you know, representing Southeast Asians. But um, I think as a, it's great overall. 
um it's i feel like it's a movie that would have been better for an older audience i don't know if that makes sense like if it wasn't a pg like if it was like a pg-13 rated movie if that makes sense okay yeah, yeah. and was made to be longer and like dive a little bit deeper into all the meaning and stuff i feel like it could have been better because i it but it handled its message and it's like pacing really well um and i mean raya raya herself is like such a badass like it kind of makes <laughs> up. like the the fighting that they have in the in the movie is so like visceral like they actually like when you punch like you feel the impact of their punch like it's like crazy and it's like these two like asian women just like duking it out i That's don't know up. yeah 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 uh, so was a. Uh... I mean, I'm assuming you were a fan of Avatar, but uh, <laughs> The Last Airbender. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, how much was it like similar and different to Raya? Because that's, you know, I saw some similarities through um, the trailers and whatnot. But yeah, would you say wow. it was, yeah, how, how similar and different were they? Um, The only thing that is just like strikingly similar is just her choice of costume when she's younger. Because <laughs> the costume looks exactly like Korra. Oh, that's from... funny. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it was like that was a choice. But, um, and yeah, there's different nations, and it's an Asian. I, it's not even nations. I think it's like just different tribes, and there's like, um, like different cultures. I think it's the theme. I don't think it's the same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I don't think it's because it's like it's there's no like magical powers like everyone's just people so <laughs> gotcha yeah. um yeah. How, so you don't have to like get super into the details but is it the last disney movie i saw this this past i guess year was soul how did it compare to soul versus it was it just too different or you know yeah you... yeah i think it's a that's a real tough comparison because soul is such a like it's such a Pixar film. I, I'm going to say like, you know, it's like, it has that, like that, like deeper meaning that you can kind of dive in. Whereas Raya is a little bit more surface level. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You don't have to think that hard. It's pretty like in your face about what the message is and stuff. Um, and it's um, comparatively, it, I think it just depends on what you like better, I guess. And what you want in a movie like soul, for me, I kind of had some mixed feelings, but then overall, I loved it, you know, like, but I had mixed feelings about certain how things were approached and things like that. But like, um, but Raya, like, I don't know. It's, yeah, again, it's just very surface level. So it's just like, I didn't have to think about it that much. So it was like, I liked it for what it was. So for I don't sure. know. It depends on what you what you value in a movie. I got you. I got you. I mean, I'm trying to think. So I just thought like the whole, I mean, the um you know afterlife aspect the theories that they were kind of putting out there as far as what even before life kind of looks like um yeah that that was just a trippy movie and i, I did I, it's funny i associate like all disney movies with pixar now and vice versa so it's like oh shit right wasn't a pixar movie <laughs> well i can see see it <laughs> there is no singing in it though it's not like a musical so oh wow that that's surprising too that's very yeah. surprising too i mean raya does sing like a chant for like 10 seconds but that's the, that's the most you're gonna get from the series, I mean, like, not series. it's a different direction uh for uh 
for Disney. I, I always think like, you know, their their movies are pretty a lot of them are musicals, right? Like they they have music numbers by the characters. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, a good comparison is probably like Big Hero 6, I think. Um okay. That's cuz it's like, you know, ragtag group of people saving the world. <laughs> like a evil thing. So, yeah. No, that's, that, that's that's how I see it. For sure, for sure. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Let's see. How do you define ego? <laughs> um. Damn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Ego to me is can stem from insecurity. Mm. I think ego is like to me like the fragile part of your person of your personal like identification. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I like that's all that's that's probably the best way I can say it. Would um how would you say your ego has helped you? Mm. I think it's, well, I think it's allowed me to actually be a little bit more patient just in life <laughs> in general. Um, I think there's, I did go through a period of time where I really put myself on a pedestal. Um, mm. Like, to be honest, like, I think I would, I thought it was like top dog or whatever, but just because I think it was more like just circumstance. Like I just happened to be like, like president or like in leadership or like, I was always in like a leadership position. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it was when that's why I would always had felt like I just kind of empowered myself to do all of that. But then it kind of closed me off to be a little bit like, just like listening to myself. Um, but then when, um, when I guess for lack of a better way to put it, like I've, I've gotten into contact, I guess, with more people, um, that I consider more my equal, you know, like, not mm -hmm. that I didn't think of, like, again, this, I guess that's why it wasn't an ego thing, you know, um, like it really like shot me down a peg, you know, I was like, you know, I'm not can I curse on this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> be, be, be yourself, be yourself. That's okay, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm like, at one point, I just realized I'm not the shit. I suck at a lot of things, you know. And I think, like, the shattering almost of my ego <laughs> a little bit allowed me to actually like build myself up in a different way, in a new way, and just being open and um, being more patient with myself and hearing each other out, like other people out like i think that's how like my how do i describe it my knowledge of its existence like because it's still there obviously everyone i think that's just kind of a natural thing for people to have yeah, yeah. Uh, um in any circumstance but my knowing that it exists for me allows me to keep it in check if that makes sense so that that's kind of how i've i feel like it's helped me a little bit it's like it's it's allowed me to kind of 
I think it's just more like the knowledge of knowing that it's there allows me to set it aside so that I'm able to be more open to hearing other people. I got you. I mean, honestly, man, like since I've known you, I don't think <laughs> you ever came off that way as somebody oh, who, yeah. who put this themselves was- up on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, and I think this is like more of like an internal thing. Cause honestly, I wasn't, I never like said out loud, like, you know, I'm like, I, w- I don't have that type of personality, yeah, but yeah. I, in my head, it like, here's kind of an interesting example. And this is like maybe high school, middle, even middle school, mm-hmm. uh, more high school. Um, like if we're collaborating on a project or something like on, if it was like me and like one other person, I, I would think that I'm better or whatever. And yeah. so I would listen to them and then they would be like, Oh, I have this idea. I'm like, that's cool. But like, and then it was just always like, let's go with my idea. I, I don't know. Like I was kind of, it's, it was a lot of like more internal stuff. I'm like a very, like, as I said, I'm more introverted, but I also keep a lot of like thoughts to myself too. So it's like, um, a lot of times I'm pretty good about like, um, you know, again, keeping kind of keeping everything in check, but yeah, like, I don't know. It was a long time ago. I think I've, I, it was like, I think it's something that I just like really, really get left in the past, you know, that side of me. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, for, for me, ego is a trip because like, you know, I keep it in check in the sense of, you know, trying to stay humble and trying to mm-hmm. be like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not the shit. Um, and it's a balance because for me, like I still have I f- the big part of my ego is basically feeling like I can do it. I can do whatever I like really want to do. Like <laughs> that's just how I feel like that. It, the people could say confidence people can call it arrogance but yeah that, that for me that's how my ego kind of plays for me it's like man um i see something done and like sometimes you say like i think there's a better way to do it <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. if if, <laughs> if if people were just gonna try it out the way i think it should go especially at jobs like <laughs> that's one thing i, I tried not to uh do anymore as much is when like i come to a place and i'm all like man this is so inefficient like and i, I kind of get annoyed or irritated and eventually i say something in hopes that like you know something will change and then my ego gets checked and like i just know like nah man you're just another worker and no one really is gonna do whatever you say just because you think it's, it's better or you even if you tell everybody you know it, it might not just change um but yeah, ego's definitely, uh, it's a balancing act that we all kind of, even when we're, when we're aware, you know, it, it'll just take over sometimes. And yeah, that's all I got to say about it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, throw me another number. Four. Four. Uh, what do you wish you could unlearn? Oh, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These questions. <laughs> um, damn. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna answer this in a very non-deep way, a little bit. It's all good. But I, I kind of wanna. This is like kind of even rewording your like <laughs> your your question, but I kind of wanna like unlearn or like erase from my memory, like. The entire Avatar series, because I just want to watch it again. <laughs> like, I, I got just, you. 
for the first time again. Yeah. So yep, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm. That's what I want to kind of like remove from my brain. Just so you get that first first watch enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, I, I didn't watch that until I got into college, and I, I remember like think it was it was when I I mean I, I believe we're the same age, but um <laughs> when yeah I think it was came out during high school. Did it come out during high school or was it when yeah, we were in middle school? Eight was when the finale was. Oh wait, so it must have been yeah. So I feel like it was my high school years, and um, for some reason I thought I was too cool for cartoons or whatever, and uh, was just like, all right, I'm not. Uh, that, that that's past my generation. <laughs> I was so I was so stupid to think that way. But uh, when it came on, I remember in college it was like everyone was talking about it, and they were like, "All right, I'm gonna go check it out." And damn, so many so so much story, and so I like value it. I put my value on it so much higher now and uh you know super surprising that it was american made you know that was oh, one yeah. of the things i was like holy shit what <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no nah, avatar like ha- have you rewatched it like or- i because i've watched i've kind of like watched my friend watch it for the first time ever this this past covid year okay yeah, yeah, yeah. like so we kind of all watched it together with a group of friends. Like she was the only one that like didn't watch it. So we were all kind of rewatching it, but then just kind of, and then explaining things, you know? And I think, I mean, it holds up. Like it really does. Like it's, it's pretty damn near perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm no critic and I don't know what to look for that. All these critics are looking for, but God, and that, that show is pretty perfect for sure. <laughs> um yeah like even the the filler episodes are interesting you know and exactly they use them how they needed to use them like i don't know it's it's great (laughs) Uh, i've never i haven't had to say like i haven't had a similar experience with a show ever the closest that's ever been in terms of cartoons i guess is like steven universe which Mm. has but i love that show for a lot of different reasons that i love avatar so but it's like the closest that i've ever felt so powerfully about us about a series for but sure. number one for sure number one of all time for you yeah cartoon series yeah okay okay uh what's your element oh well i'm an earth sign but <laughs> <laughs> um i i would be i would be a water tribe or water bender um i just i don't know like i like the flow like I like the movement of it. It's just like, I really like flowing and like, I don't know. I just like, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I feel like practically it would be pretty useful too. You know, just I like, and like, let's say I wanted to drink a water, like have a glass of water across the room. Just like, <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And the healing, you know, that's. <laughs> oh yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for sure. Was there like a, What's the memorable moment for you in the series? Avatar? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Um, I think my most... I mean, other than the finale, because that... I had so many emotions during the finale. But um, the it's in the episode, The Tales of Bossing Say. Uh-huh. And it was the dedication to Mako, who had passed away. Oh, you talking about Iroh's son? Iroh's Mako is the voice actor for Iroh, but it is that episode that Iroh. Oh shit! So and wait, it was dead. 
to the voice actor who passed away and he couldn't finish season three of Avatar. I didn't know that was the reason why. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I think that episode, I don't know if that was specially made for Mako, which is the name, but I think it was already, it already existed, like that storyline. And then I think it just made sense. Um, And from what I heard, I, I, I can't confirm this, but like, the the picture you remember the episode yeah i remember the picture yeah the picture is modeled after how the voice actor looked in that age like when he was younger so yeah yeah Yeah, it's crazy so if you rewatch it again it's just it's really like yeah it's powerful because there's a real world element to it you know yeah i mean even without the real world element i know that now now that i know there's there's even more reason but um yeah my eyes would definitely tear up uh that that song at the end you know just looking sitting by the tree it's like damn son (laughs) i didn't know you go go that deep on me (laughs) but yeah yeah. out of nowhere because it's like the previous episode was just like you know katar and toff go to the spa like it just seemed like you weren't expecting it at all yeah yeah but yeah what great character like is a character development but yeah in in that episode i think it it just brought the viewer like to just super feel and relate whatever i was going through and then his whole relationship with zuko and made that special so yeah wow all right next number (laughs) um number eight number eight uh let's see when when was the last time you cried and why hmm Ooh. like full cry i mean you know (laughs) Uh, tear up i like movies and stuff you know okay yeah i mean you don't have to be full out cried i know for for me it was uh the i don't know if you've seen it yet but it was the mr rogers documentary um (laughs) yeah yeah it is on netflix it's on amazon prime actually Gotcha. yeah 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 but uh like spoiler alert but um there's like a part where there's a specific episode that they were working on right and it was all like it was about accepting yourself and like um mr rogers had to play this character that was uh or no one lady was playing a character that was like oh singing a song about accepting yourself or you know feeling good about being alone or whatever but the episode was like mr rogers kind of like saying no like it's not okay and it kind of like was these two songs being sung but with different words because one was saying it was okay and the other one wasn't and i was like damn oh wow (laughs) that shit shit was so powerful to me but yeah yeah it was a trip it was a trip (laughs) but go ahead (laughs) i mean there was like i mean on that note like the the song with kind of two sets of lyrics there's a song like that in steven universe the other series i was talking about yeah yeah and it back then that made me cry but um that was a long time ago so the most recent from my memory like excluding tearing up at movies and stuff but like um i cried out of frustration for not being able to sleep yeah, yeah yeah I because it had at that point been about two weeks that I couldn't go to sleep like I fell asleep like maybe at four 
or five or something i would but i would start trying at like one you know and so it was just so frustrating because it's just like i'm so tired in the morning and i can't sleep in and it's just like what the heck is wrong and i think what's interesting is i felt like that was like the turning point for me of kind of basically getting my life together a little bit like something as simple as like starting a morning routine of getting up and doing your bed and then not laying in your bed when you're doing when you're on your computer or something and like i don't know it's like i really had to like start kind of switching things around in my life so that i can really maximize like i'm in my room and i can like this is my me time to go to sleep and stuff like i had to like rewire my brain a bit because this was like during the start of covid like and where my life had prior to the close down was like go 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 then out out of nowhere it's like i'm not doing anything so then at that point like i just had so much energy i guess um that wasn't being utilized so then i just couldn't sleep so the only way that i could fall asleep for like a couple weeks after that was i had to do zequil like melatonin like really heavy melatonin and i'm like slowly starting to pull back on it like i do like gummies now um but now i kind of have this it's crazy i have this like fear now that if i don't take my melatonin i'm gonna go back into that mindset i don't know why i see yeah yeah yeah. i mean that's that's the hardest like as far as trying something new to help with something and like what happens when that thing is gone you know uh as a smoker i I know exactly how that feels um but uh yeah it's well thank one thank you for sharing i know like it's not always easy to talk about these things um two is just like you know i i don't i've I've, i guess i've been lucky to always just be like super tired and not like not have trouble falling asleep like um i know there's a lot of people who do you know um you have have challenges doing so um and like do you think is it is it more so like something that keeps you up or is it your energy level you know or yeah Um, i think it's it was like a combination probably of like my energy level and the anxiety of doing it um so it was crazy because i think for like a couple of weeks i got anxious before going to sleep like looking at my bed made me anxious and like and that didn't help with trying to go to sleep you know like so i had to start associating mentally my bed with comfort and sleep and i i don't know it just it kind of took it took a lot yeah like to of just rewiring and just redoing things in my life to sure. like to get back to that point and I'm, I'm i've been okay now i've been i mean i've had points of regression and stuff but um but yeah my sleep schedule is pretty on on like like together now <laughs> i think that's good and I, I just realized the reason why i might not have as much trouble sleeping is because i work all night right i don't know if you knew that i, I work reg- graveyard shifts and uh yeah if i if i wasn't i'd probably have more trouble like falling asleep but now since i just come home feeling like i i, yes. I, get, I get home like at 7 a.m so it's like oh my God. Oh, now i'm dead tired and ready to sleep for sure uh yeah but yeah if it wasn't for that man i know i i would totally have trouble falling asleep without if i wasn't doing my normal 
normal routine for the past 10 years but uh yeah <laughs> uh but for sure for sure just to let you know we reached the 10 minute mark i mean 10 minutes left mark of the podcast uh let's try to knock out a couple more numbers go for it oh. um 19 19 what's been on your mind lately I guess <laughs> kind of goes in with that previous question, but <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, okay. Um, honestly, like the biggest thing on my mind right now is like the the finish line of COVID. I'm gonna say, um, because it affects so many things, and obviously my life and everyone else's life. Like, I think being able to see the light at the end of the tunnel is very exciting. But it's also like we have to approach it cautiously. Like, and so I I'm consistently thinking about it and how it's going to affect my future plans like of what i want to do with my business my life my work life you know everything so that's honestly the biggest thing that's been on my mind because it's um i mean how can it not be (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah um I feel you on that. And actually, a, a, th- a question came back to me from that previous one. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. When you were just talking about, you know, getting your 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 stuff together, basically. Um, do you think the 30s are hitting different for you? Because I feel like it is for me. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. Like, I think that was another thing about this past... Well, I just actually I just turned 30. But, like, when I turned 30, I'm like, damn... I, it, for me, it was like a really big milestone in terms of just like life. I felt like I was like, damn, I'm like close to middle-aged. Like, am I considered middle-aged? <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. what is this? So I, I don't know. Like, and I don't feel like an adult, you know, yet, <laughs> like weirdly enough, like I am in certain ways, but obviously like, I just feel like I'm still super young at heart. Like even nowadays, like a lot of new people that I meet, like think I look like 23, 24. And oh, I love it when they, they say that. <laughs> like, well, you know, skincare and all that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like I, 30s to me, I like, I'm like, I got to do stuff now. I feel like there's no more like, I this this could happen. I could do this. I feel like it's like, I got to do it now. Cause like it, when I hit 40, that's when it's like, okay, I can't, you know, I almost say can't, but like, you know, it's going to be a lot harder cause there's going to be a lot, probably a lot more than I'm going to be responsible for. So. No, uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, thirties is like this. It's a different switch, man. Like I felt like in my twenties, it, it didn't matter as much. Like, you know, oh yeah, it's even 28 and 29, it was like, I still got one more year or whatever. But I think it's because I was telling myself so much in the 20s. I was like, yeah, once I reach 30, it's going to be like this. Da, 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 da. And oh, yeah, yeah. That, now that it is, like, oh, yeah, I can't really say nothing anymore. It's like, there's no more one more year. It's been one, one plus one year for me, at least, coming up. Um, but yeah, so yeah for me it's just like I, I don't know they they everyone told me that it was going to feel this way and i don't know if it's because of covid that it feels even more like stronger because of all the alone time and all the reflection time we've had you know uh but yeah so <laughs> instead of it being spread out because of work and everything it just all came within a few few months but yeah shout out to everybody in the 30 club and if you're not there yet <laughs> well, we'll be here waiting for y'all. <laughs> uh, 
uh, someone told me recently too when they found out I was 30 they're like um, what's it called they, they said that the pressure of having money like increases have you felt that I don't know if I felt that maybe because I don't run in circles where people will have a lot of money but I feel um, like I feel like that divide though the divide they're saying about people who are making money versus people who aren't like I see the line. I can see, I can see the people over there making money, and I can see myself over here not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the pre- I mean, it kind of goes back to like what I was saying about like life is like not like a straight line and stuff. Like I, that's what that's what I take solace in a little bit. It's like, you know, I, I'm where I, I am where I am because of the choices I made. You know, and the, the only thing I could do is like make the best of the situation <laughs> right and as long as i'm like moving again like i think i think i'll be good i'll be okay <laughs> we'll be okay for sure for sure we'll be okay for sure <laughs> <laughs> um all right man well before we get to the concluding question just want to thank you again for your time um i hope you had fun it was fun for me as always thank you for opening up uh i know we don't get to have these conversations a lot that's why you know i've made this platform and i appreciate you you know being interested and coming on here you know talking with me so appreciate it and for inviting me i mean yeah this is this is cool like i like (laughs) i wasn't sure what to expect of the questions and stuff because I, i didn't listen to every episode of your podcast but yeah for sure. Um, you want to tell people where to find you or anything you want to promote, you can do it here. But if not, it's all good. I could always leave links in the description and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm off social media, so you can't really find me anywhere, um, unfortunately. But I do run um, a studio down in San Jose um, called On One Studios, if, um, at On One Studios, if you want to check out that Instagram um, or come out and take a class, you know, just take a look. Find us there on studios.com also. That's easier. Links in description whenever uh, this episode goes up. Go check them out. And my last question for you, man, is what is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far? Mm. Greatest lesson that I've learned thus far. I'm going to... Mm. Like I have an answer, but I'm going to make sure that's like the answer I want to say. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> Cause I'm like, is that really the lesson? Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to go with that. I think, um, let me try to word this right. Don't take your happiness for granted. I guess I feel like, I've been in a lot of situations where it's like I'm giving a lot of myself and giving and giving and giving and it puts me in positions that sometimes truly don't make me happy and or is not fulfilling for myself and so I think it's draining and life's too short to like feel that way you know like I want to be able to start um like with everything that I'm doing and that I do moving forward like I want to be able to to feel satisfied and happy and like make sure that it makes me feel good as well. Um, in whatever form that takes, it doesn't necessarily have to, like I benefit from it and stuff. It's just more like if I feel fulfilled and feel like a sense of accomplishment or it's something that is is that feels good inside. Like I think that's something that I need to remember is 
is something that should be important to me for everything that I do. So, sure. yeah. <laughs> right on, Kev. Uh, thank you once again. Um, and you will find this episode in about a week or so, probably at the, the end of this week at some point. 